0: It's time for Bluffton Football. The preceding broadcast is brought to you in part by the following sponsors. Kira's Flipside Grill, Steiner and Granger Insurance, Southgate Lanes of Bluffton, Hothead Burritos Lima Wapak, coming soon, Axe Ventura of Finland, Angel's Flooring Service of Pandora, Fat Jack's Pizza, Sumirico Ohio, Stratton Auto Sales, Riley Creek Sportswear, Lounge Media Group. Thank you to all of our sponsors Enjoy the game and go Pirates. It is homecoming football night in Bluffton. Welcome everybody to Harmon Field in Bluffton, Ohio. I am Sam Sprunger, color commentator JW, Shannon JW. We're getting ready for some football and it's a special night.
1: Yeah, it sure is.
0: Man of few words, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got the Crestview Knights coming in five and one, playing against the Bluffton Pirates, number one in the seedings of Region 22 and number six in the the state of Ohio for Division Six. And we're basic. This is essentially a, the next two weeks is the fight for the the top spot in the conference. Right. Yeah. And uh, we we're just about to kick off. Crestview did. Did uh, win the uh, Crestview. Did win the toss. They right. chose to receive. So we are going to be, and I do believe it's uh, Bluffton going towards the the, the Ricky Moder Center, and uh, the Knights going towards the Crick. Uh, as our field does run east-west, yes. so but before game time, we're gonna the sun's gonna be down. It's already down below the well. There's some clouds in the way, but by the time we kick off, the sun will be in the in the trees. So we're, that's not gonna be an issue like it no. would have been earlier this season. It's gonna be a
1: beautiful night for football. It is
0: an absolute beautiful night. Tonight is also a medi- uh, military appreciation night. The pirates are wearing the Ohio National Guard camouflage jerseys. Uh, we can see their numbers relatively well, but they're not as easy as what their red jerseys are <laughs> right, because yeah. of the re- the black being on a red. It's black on camo, and, well, it's going to be tough seeing the Pirates, period, because they're yeah, in camo. Yeah, I
1: mean, they're blending right in with the grass, <laughs> so maybe that's their advantage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got the Pirates out on the field getting ready to kick off for this head Burritos of Lima and Wapak opening kickoff of the game. Hot head burritos, a lime on Wapak. They are coming soon, and yet again, I will mention that the opening kickoff, the samples will be coming soon. <laughs> That's a hint in case they're listening. <laughs> All right, so a, a lot to to kind of digest about this game tonight is this is a very very high powered offense that that the Pirates are going to have to play defense against, and and we talked about it in the in the pregame show. There there are a lot of receivers that they're going to have to at least keep their eye on while they're playing. And 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 maybe a lot like the Pandora-Gilboa game where they're going to maybe bend but don't break. Yeah, there might be a little
1: bit of a learning curve to begin with just to figure out what just what kind of an offense they actually are running. But um, so far we've made real good adjustments this year when we needed to, so hopefully that, that stands up tonight.
0: You know, I mentioned that they pass a lot, but they still do average over 200 yards on the ground. Right. So they are very capable of doing things on the ground so we've got to be aware and keep that in check as much as possible but like coach said in the in the pregame show explosive plays is what's going to need to be be held back absolutely Mm -hmm. (laughs) isaiah barton and kellen putman or putman back deep for the knights kyle basil has the ball teed up got the whistle and he's about ready to kick it off here in bluffton homecoming for the pirates and uh, military appreciation, a battle for first. This game is one big ball of excitement and we are underway. It's a short kickoff. The ball's gonna get caught on about the 10 yard line, return to about the 22, gets to the 25. (laughs) Kellen Putman on the return. And they will start their drive, the Knights will start their opening drive uh, at the 25. Eli Jones on that tackle to open up on the uh, kickoff there.
1: Yeah, pretty uh, short kickoff for what we're used to seeing out of of him, but um, still 25 is not a bad place for him to start. Sure, sure.
0: All right, Bryson Penix, the quarterback for the the Knights, the top-rated passer in the aspect of yardage for the uh, season. He's in the pistol, and he's got set up. up. Hands the ball off early, and right away, Braxton Leith gets nothing on the first play. It is 2nd and 10. And there was a big host of Pirates led by uh, Hayden Dearth on that play. So 2nd and 10 for the Knights. And uh, now they're coming out in trips to the right and twins to the left. They are going left to right. Penix calling out the signals. Ah, they... They they do run a hurry up, but then they, they kind of do that if the if the pirates or if the defense isn't ready, they snap it, but if they are, then they go sure. back and maybe adjust their their play. Looks like the Knights are ready. Penix in the pistol, gets the snap, drops the pass. He's looking. He's gonna go over the middle, and it is oh, oh. almost intercepted by Carson Cruzy. It does fall incomplete. It looked like the ball was intended for Kellen Putman. So yeah, nice play ten. there by Carson. Yeah, yeah, it was. Third and ten. Um, and I think he was throwing to a spot. It looked like he was throwing to a spot, and Putnam just didn't get to it. Right. And, and it gave Cruzy the opportunity to have a chance at, at intercepting, uh, but just fell short. So Penix gets the snap and rolls out to the right, looking over into the flats, and the ball goes through the hands of Wren Sheets. Yeah. That's going to be a three and out. That's yeah. a big start to this game for the Pirates.
1: Yeah, I think Sheets probably heard footsteps there. I,
0: I And he was going to be well short of the first down yes. catching the ball, but I think he heard, like you said, you he heard, the, he heard Braden Jordan's steps coming. Right. And it made him, or maybe he was trying, okay, I hear him. I'm going to try to make a move before <laughs> the ball got to him and it went through his hands. So yeah. it is fourth and ten from the 25. Braden, Jordan, Garrett Yinger, punt. Braden Jordan back deep. He's going to let the ball hit at about the 44 yard line, and it bounces and takes a pirate bounce out at the 45. So the pirates get to start on a shorter yeah. field, yeah. still on the on the pirate side of the 50, but uh, a shorter field. To, to start off with this yeah, uh, this game,
1: great uh, field position for a game like this. Yes,
0: now there has been a there is a, a starting lineup change for the Pirates on the offensive line. Uh, Ian Rieman is starting in place of Mason Shank this week. He uh, Mason hurt his uh, shoulder last week against Ada and uh, was a no go for the game tonight. Uh, they're hoping to have him back next week for Lipsick. So
1: yeah, and Mason's only a freshman. So yep. and Riemann
0: looking. is a senior. So it's not like they're putting you know somebody right. with no experience. Landon Wooster gets the handoff on the uh, first play and uh, does not only gets back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So uh, Still feeling out each each team out, I think on that one. Sure. We did not see who the night. or the first night that made the uh, contact for the tackle there, but uh, we'll do better from here on out. (laughs) Garrett Bogart in the pistol, gets the snap, rolls out to the left. He's getting chased, but there is protection. Ooh, throw over the middle. Intended for Gavin Bogart, it is incomplete. Uh, I think he just got a little excited and put a little extra mustard on that one there.
1: Yeah, look. looked like Hunter Jones was kind of
0: in the way of that pass, And too. I believe uh, Hayden Parrott was on the coverage there. But uh, the ball was a little overthrown on Gavin. Yeah, so it was. So I think uh, Garrett, like I said, was just trying to add a little bit extra to it to get it to him, and it just didn't pan out well. So third and 10 from the 45 for the Pirates. Garrett gets the snap, hands off to Wooster. Wooster gets to the line of scrimmage, gets a yard. So uh, – Three plays and out for them as well, for the Pirates as well, so the Knights hold and uh, that we're looking at another three and out, so we're looking at fourth and about nine from the 46 yard line, and Gabe Meza out for the punt for the Pirates. Hunter Jones back deep for, the, for Crestview for the punt return, standing on about the zone 20. There's the snap, bobbled a little bit, but the punt gets away, gets a good friendly bounce, gets by, and is gonna roll inside the 10 to the five-yard line, where it is gonna be down by the Pirates. It is a great punt for Game Mesa on that one. <laughs> yeah, that turned out really well. It was kind of ugly. He bobbled, or the the snap rolled a little bit right at the last, <laughs> about a yard from him. He handled it and it was a low liner. Yep. But the coverage had enough time to get down there before the punt got off. And he was able to get a good friendly roll, and uh, like I said, Hunter Jones let that ball roll. Uh, he th- he had a thought for a second to pick it up, yeah, but I did. think he felt that there were a few pirates around that uh, might disrupt that. So uh, the Knights take over for their second drive. A nine nineteen remaining here in the first quarter, zero zero. Quick out! Oh, quick out- uh, outlet pass there by Penix. Uh, don't know who that was intended yeah. for, uh, but it was ugly. He was getting pressure. It was it was hurried and it was thrown kind of way yeah, over people. Definitely head.
1: some miscommunication
0: there somewhere. Well, it's uh, it, it's it's nice to be able to see that they're going to put the pressure and, and be able to at least get some pressure even early on. Penix in the pistol gets the snap. He's quick handoff to to Leith. Leith gets to the eight yard line. So uh, Braxton Leith gets about a gain of three on that second and 10 run from the five. Marco Iden, among others in on the tackle there. Brings up third and seven for the Knights at the eight yard line. Uh, the, you gotta assume, so especially since they've got trips to the right near side and twins to the left far side, that they're obviously passing the ball. (laughs) You would sure think so, wouldn't you? Well, I'm I'm not the world's best coach in the world, but quick pass outlet to gets completed to number 25, Bo Eggleston. He gets uh, the ball out to about the 28 yard line for a first down, Brody Anderson with the tackle. Uh, That makes it first and 10 at the 29 yard line.
2: 8.25
0: remaining here in the first quarter. No score between Crestview and Bluffton. The Knights moving left to right on the radio dial. Leith moves out to make uh, twins to the left. Quick outlet pass to him. He's gotta get hit behind the line. He gets up to the line of scrimmage, maybe squeaks out a yard, and they are giving him a yard for that. So uh, on first down, he gets pulled out of bounds by Hayden Dirth on that play. Second Good reaction and nine. there
1: by Hayden. He yeah. was, was kind of on a little island by himself and uh handled that very well.
0: Well, he's kind of a hybrid of uh, an, an a hybrid end. He's, yes. a, he's, a, he's a defensive end, but he is quick enough and, and swift enough to be a, a, a linebacker. Yeah, absolutely. Second and nine from the 30-yard line. Crestview. Penix gets the snap. He's going to take it himself. He gets up upfield gets a gain of three before being taken down by noah bricker and uh, it was that uh landon wooster so we're gonna have third and about about six i believe yeah third and six from the 33. second third down this this drive let's see if the pirates can shut down the drive and uh take over Penix in the pistol, Leith to his left. He rolls out to the left, looking. He goes over the top, way overthrown. Oh. Quinn Eachus tries to pull in the 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 pass yeah. for the interception, but couldn't hold the ball and then couldn't hold his feet in inbounds as well. So it's gonna be fourth and six for the Knights, and they will punt the ball away. Nice coverage by Quinn, too. He was in the right area there. Yeah. Well, and he wasn't the man coverage, he was the the help coverage yes. coming over. And that's the nice thing is is you're going to probably play a lot of man up with your safeties playing help on those deeper sure. routes because then you're you're negating hopefully those deep routes and those deep plays. So uh, the the Knights don't look like they're they're in stride yet. Punt gets away. It's going to land at about the 40-yard line. Take a night bounce to the 30 and inside the 30 to the 26-yard line where Braden Jordan leaves it go, and they're going to down it, and the Pirates will take over for the second time tonight on their own 26. 7-18 remaining here in the first quarter. The Pirates and the Knights knotted at zero. Both teams have had uh, unsuccessful drives to this point. Uh, the Knights uh, have had two unsuccessful drives but uh, hopefully the Pirates can change that
1: yeah I I think both teams are doing what kind of what they wanted to do starting out this game Mm -hmm. they both shut the other's offense down so far and uh
0: well I think they're a a lot of feeling each other out too what what can we do what can we what can we succeed at what are we what are we trying to maybe adjust to so uh Bricker gets or uh Griffin Stackhouse gets the handoff on the jet sweep, gets up to about the twenty-seven se- yard line, and uh, is taken down for a gain of one. Braxton Leith on the tackle. Yeah, Leith did a nice job of yeah. Well, I can tell you they're they're not they're not fooled. Let's say it that way. And and it's not necessarily that those jet sweeps are designed to fool. They're designed to throw in wrinkles. You know, you can run that fake and then maybe try something else. Handoff goes to Wooster. He gets, oh, it looks like uh, they could have maybe thrown a flag on uh, on the Crestview Knight for yeah. uh, a foot. He yeah, he was definitely there tripped trying by a to leg. Trip, yes. And uh, that's what caused Wooster to come down. But he did get to the 30-yard line, so it will be third and six from the 30 yard line
1: yeah that was zayden martin that had a leg out there
0: now was it intentional and i don't think that matters with the accordance to the to the uh, penalty right it's just was the foot used to trip and it did look like uh, once he got hit by that foot that wasn't on the ground uh he fell down and fell forward to the 30 so garrett bogart in this in the pistol drops pulls back pulls it down is under pressure oh how that didn't get called a face mask and then he gets hit hard by number 66 connor sheets there was a there was a face mask in there i don't know how the referees missed it i'm
1: not sure either because i think everybody else saw it
0: well (laughs) let's say it this way helmets don't just get uh, don't heads don't get go down (laughs) in a yanking fashion unless there's a hand attached to the face mask so Face mask penalty is missed, the sack is by Connor Sheets, and uh, that will go to fourth and 18 from the 18 yard line. Gabe Meza back to punt. Hunter Jones back deep for the Knights. Punt is away, it's a nice looking punt, it's away from from it. Oh, a little bit of a bobble on it, they uh, went after it a little bit, Sheets. Or not, not sheets. Jones bobbled it a little bit. For some reason, he fielded it and bobbled it. But Xavier Diller and a couple of other Pirates cover up, cover up the uh, the runner, and uh, the Knights will start their their drive, their third drive of this th- second or first quarter, at the 37 yard line. 5:02 remaining here in the first quarter. No score between Crestview and Bluffton. This is a defensive battle. And uh, I think it's who can who can break the score the score first that uh, that's the big thing right now is who can get the advantage early, uh, as early as possible. I guess right. we're halfway through the first quarter, so it's not early anymore, really. <laughs> <laughs> Penix in the pistol gets the snap, hands off to Leith. He gets to the the 40, squeaks past, and gets close to the 45. They're going to give him the 44. Nice first down run for Leith there. Yeah,
1: nice counter action the, the Pirates bid oh. on the on the uh, motion over and Leith lost
0: his shoe. <laughs> he he got half those yards on, uh, with one shoe on. Quinn Eachus with the tackle there for the Pirates on that play and it's going to be second and three from the forty four. Trips to the left for the Knights far side. Twins to the right here near side. That is a bright, wide, wide, bright, white stripe on the the middle of their helmets there. Yes, it is. Gets the snap, throws it outside. It is complete to Hayden Parrott there. Gets enough for the first down and they keep the chains moving at the 49-yard line of Crestview.
1: Looked like he knew right where he was at and where he needed to. And that was the design: was get
0: to the stick, get just past the sticks, plant your flag, and get the catch and go down. Yep. Leith in motion gets the snap and they fake the handoff. Penix takes it himself. He gets to the 45, finally taken down at the 43 of Bluffton, short of the first down. Jacob Granger on the tackle. And those are the explosive plays that Coach uh, Coach Richards was talking about. Those. Those explosive first first down plays, quick outside pass to Parrot. He gets to the 40. He gets hit hard by both Wooster and Brody Anderson. That is enough for the first down, and they're uh, they're starting to put a little bit of a drive together. Yeah, this is the most
1: success anybody's had, yeah. I think, so far on the ground against the
0: Pirates. 325 remaining here in the first quarter. Still no score between Crestview and Bluffton, but Crestview is driving. Penix gets the snap, it's a direct run. Defense gets some pressure. They get him behind the line of scrimmage. Eli Jones, Braden Jordan among others get Penix behind the line of scrimmage. It looks like a loss of about two for that on that one. So it'll be second and 12 from the 40 yard line. Those are the big things is recovering from those plays, you know? Penix drops, gets the ball. Oh, big wide open area for him. Oh, Bricker, Noah Bricker is able to meet him at the 35 yard line to keep that gain to a minimum of, uh, he got seven, but that was a minimum because it it looked like it could have been a lot more. He had a lot of room. So it's third and seven from the 35. Trips to the right, Twins to the left. Penix all by himself in the pistol. Gets the snap, he's dropping, and looking, and looking, and goes up over the middle. Defense is there, oh, the pass gets broken up. Bo Eggleston is the intended receiver. There is a flag on the play. Up. It looks like it's gonna be holding on Crestview. Quinn Ichis on the defense, uh, the coverage there, plus uh, plus Braden Jordan on the coverage there. There, That is a holding penalty. So it will be, the, the Pirates are gonna accept it because that will make it an even longer third down. They're gonna replay third down, but it's gonna be third and 17 now, rather than fourth and, and, and a, an attainable six. Yes and that's one of those no man's land. You're not punting, so you're going for it. So you make it third down, and if they don't get the first down here, it's more likely to be a punt scenario than it is gonna be them going for it. Third and 17 from the 45. Penix, Leith to his right. Penix in the pistol. Leith goes in motion. Penix drops. He gets hit as he throws. The ball goes up, and it is intercepted! Brody Anderson with the interception and the Pirates take over inside the 10. What a wonderful Um, athletic play by Brody on that one. He dove, laid out flat to get the interception. That's huge because you don't allow him the fourth down attempt. And that forced turnover, that interception by Brody Anderson is a forced turnover. All forced turnovers this year are brought to you by Southgate Lanes of Bluffton. Southgate Lanes of Bluffton, probably the best food in Bluffton. (laughs) So the Pirates will take over at their own six. So they've got to put together a little bit of a drive of their own. They've got to to start making something happen here. You know, even even if it's not points right now, they've got to get some, some yardage. Bogart gets the snap, hands it off up the middle. Wooster gets to the 10 and a big man, Connor Sheets, who had that big sack on, Third down last drive, met Wooster, and he that is the first time I've seen Wooster not just bowl through. <laughs> he didn't he didn't get stopped by him in his tracks, but he didn't bull through him like we've seen a lot of times right. he's done.
1: And he's still got a nice four-yard run. Oh sure. Out of, yeah, so. that,
0: that gives the, the Pirates a little bit more breathing room. Second and six from the ten. Garrett Bogart from the pistol. Wooster behind. Handoff. Oh fake to fake to Wooster. He's gonna Bogart's gonna go. He's gonna to get to the 15. There's a penalty flag. Is it a face mask or is it a holding? Up oh, they're going. Uh, pre- preliminarily calling a hold. So that will negate the run by Garrett Bogart. The penalty flag looks like it's at the eight yard line or the 13 yard line, so that'll take it back to the six. Back to the original line of scrimmage.
1: Yeah, and once again, penalties in the most inopportune time for Bluffton.
0: Well, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been at the line of scrimmage and then taking it back. It's actually second and nine now, so it will be it will be second and nine from the seven. So while yes, you're absolutely right that that shoots you, shoots you in the foot because you got positive yards on that run. We're still not in negative yards on this drive, at least. That's, that's a positive <laughs> right. to think about. But uh, back to the seven-yard line, second and nine for the Pirates. Twins to the left near side. Bogart, little screen pass. to nice. Over the middle, he's got an oh, avenue. Yeah. And Hayden Durf gets out to the 26-yard line. Nice little screen play. They, they were not ready for it. And a lot of times, the first time when you don't see a lot of a lot of screenplays from a team, you're not the defensive line isn't ready for that and doesn't recognize it as much. And yeah. Dearth was wide open, had lead blockers, and got a plenty of room for the first down out to the 26-yard line. One ten remaining here in the first quarter. Quick moving first quarter. Again, no score here between Crestview and Bluffton. Yeah, it
1: seems like Hayden is getting better each week, yeah. and the more we involve him. Uh, the better he's getting.
0: He's making at least one or two plays on the offensive side per game. Yes, absolutely. To. Ball snapped. They're going to go to the air over again, over the middle, gets tipped in the air. Ball intended to Braden Jordan gets tipped up in the air, and it falls incomplete. That's the best result you could have had from a play like that because <laughs> there was not a pirate around where yeah, that ball landed.
1: And the ball didn't tip down. It went straight, it up went straight in the air. It went straight in the
0: air, but it went far enough away that uh, – that uh, no no Knight could get close to it. So second and 10 from the 26 yard line, Pirates moving right to left, 46.6 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Bogart in the pistol, Wooster behind, gets the snap, hands off to Wooster, he's got a little avenue, gets up to the 30 yard line where he's gonna be stopped by Lea, number 20. Those jerseys get all wadded up and you can't see number 20. Zayden Martin on the tackle. It'll be Third down and six for the Pirates. The play clock and the game clock are almost simultaneously right on. So this will I'm not sure if they're gonna take the uh oh, it's just slightly smaller. They're gonna go to the second quarter. So we're gonna head to the second quarter with a defensive battle happening here between the Bluffton Pirates and the Crestview Knights. Right now. The pirates have a third and six from the 30-yard line, moving, moving the ball, starting to move the ball a little bit. But at the end of one quarter, we are tied, 0-0. Yeah,
1: this. Uh, I don't know if we got unscored. Have we not scored any game? I don't think there's been a. The I first? don't think
0: there's been a quarter or a first quarter that we haven't scored a right, touchdown. So.
1: So yeah, Crestview's living up to everything that we've been hearing yeah, about them. Yeah, so. and,
0: and there was no doubt in my mind this was going to be a tougher game than what we've seen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the past four weeks prior, uh, but honestly, Bluffton's playing a good game. They're, I mean, they're starting to move the ball a little bit on mm-hmm. that on this drive. Uh, even if they end up, you know, falling short, I'm, six yards is definitely attainable. So it's yes. not out of the question. But at the same time, they've been able to move the ball a little bit, get some positive yards. They've been able to limit the explosive plays from the Knights. And that's the, the huge key when it comes to the defensive side of the ball is limiting those huge plays and explosive plays, and we've been able to turn them over. Those are the things that we've found. Pennix is susceptible to throwing interceptions, so – we've so far held true to what we've wanted to do on the defense. side. Yeah, I mean, they've
1: got the the highest ranking, ranked passing offense in the league, but they also have the most interceptions of the league as well, so.
0: Bogart gets the snap from the pistol, he's looking, looking, he's got time, he's gonna go over the middle to Dirth! There's a penalty flag! The ball falls incomplete but Braxton Leith was taking yeah. him down before the ball got yeah, to what him. what a
1: huge play for. I believe the ball they're going to
0: gonna the- call defensive holding rather oh, than an interference, but I think honestly that would be an interference. The ball was in the air.
1: Yeah, he never turned. He just ran o- right over through our receiver. The so. only
0: time defensive holding is 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 a penalty it's when the ball's not in the air. And all that contact no came no, no, after really. the after, as the ball was getting to you know, to dirt. So uh, but it is enough for a first down. Keep the chains moving. The Pirates will have the ball at the 40 yard line. So it'll be first and 10 from the 40.
1: And I look for him to give Landon the ball still. Um, well, here's the you thing. You're keep gonna keep doing it, to him. it. Yeah, because you eventually. Know
0: what? If, if the defense keeps looking at, at, the, at the run as a, the main go-to, they're going to open up the pass. Right. That goes to Wooster. He gets across the line of scrimmage. Double flags. There are two flags. I don't know if there are two penalties, but there are two flags on the play. Connor Sheets. Looks like it's on him down. Looks like it's a holding against Bluffton, so that's gonna take him back 10 yards to the 30 and make first down and 20 for the Pirates. Again, like we've said, you gotta limit those mistakes. Shooting yourself in the foot with those. Yeah. Now, granted. This is a, one of the better defensive lines that they've seen, so the the lines got to adjust and be able to, uh, to adjust to that. Bogart gets the snap, rolls out to the right, gets out, outside, trying to fight off the defense. Oh, gets hit as he throws. The ball goes out of play. The ball was intended to go downfield but went straight <laughs> out as he got hit. Yeah. Uh,
1: we even had a couple nice blocks in the backfield, but they were just coming. There was
0: nowhere he could go. Ren Sheets and Bo Eggleston were on the uh, on the pursuit of Garrett Bogart. Uh, at least we're looking at second and 20 rather than a second and about 28. Yeah, this sword where needs to just take a deep breath, just keep doing what they've been doing. Right. Yep. And, uh... yep. So second and 20 from the 30-yard line. Garrett Bogart in the pistol with Landon Worcester behind him. Twins to the left. Handoff off to Wooster, he gets to the 35, gets a little bit more of a hole, bulls forward to the 36 yard line. So a pretty effective second down run for the Pirates. It's gonna make third and awful long, third and uh, 16, I think, 14. They did give him the 36 yard line, yeah, 36 yard line. So third and 14 from the 36, 11.05 remaining here in the first half, no score between Crestview and Bluffton. Such a good game thus far. Yeah,
1: great game. Two teams that it came fired up with yep. a lot of talent and it's it's
0: gonna be a fun night. Trips to the right near side for the Pirates. Bogart gets the snap, he's gonna drop. He's gonna go, oh, he's gonna pull the ball and get sacked. Bo Eggleston, Connor Sheets, and it looks like Wren Sheets all in on the sack of Garrett Bogart. It's gonna bring up fourth down. They did get back to the line of scrimmage-ish, uh, yeah. but he didn't get positive yards, so that's got to be a sack there. Uh, I was
1: watching downfield that play, and Chris, you had absolute great coverage. coverage on everybody.
0: They had every everybody we had was covered well. Kellen Putman deep before the Knights gave Mesa back to punt. Garrett Bogart goes in motion. Sets up on the near side here, wide. Punt is away, it's away from the returner. It is going to bounce up in the air. Almost got touched by a Knight, almost got touched. Wow, that was close. That had to be within inches of of striking, uh, striking the receiver uh, Hayden Parrott in the leg. As he was going by to keep Ga- Gavin Bogart from getting to the returner, he didn't realize the ball was coming at him. It almost hit him. Yep. But the Knights will take over at the 36 yard line, their own 36.
1: Great field position for the Knights again.
0: 9.58 remaining here in the first half. There is no score between Bluffton and Crestview. Bryson Penix, Penix in the pistol formation. Twins to both sides for the Knights. Motion there, in the hand, fake handoff. Penix has taken it himself. Gets to the outside, gets hit at the 40, shakes off the defender. He gets to the 50 and is finally taken down at the Pirate 49 by Brody Anderson. And Brody Somers, there is a flag on the play and it is holding on Crestview. So a really, really good run by Bryson Penix, negated by a holding penalty. And maybe that's why he had such a good run on that play there.
1: But well, I think Crestview knows that we're uh, we're watching for the pass and yeah. stuff, so that, yeah. that's freed up their quarterback to do some running tonight, sure. which I don't know if we
0: expected that really. So first and sixteen after the penalties walked off, A holding penalty is a spot foul and it was taken down or it was committed downfield a little bit, so in essence a six yard penalty on that first down play. So it's first and sixteen from the thirty yard line for the Crestview. Twins to both sides. Looks like the same play going on. Penix holds onto it this time, doesn't get anywhere there. Landon Wooster sniffed that one out and followed Penix, and Penix turned back to go through the middle and got hit right at the line of scrimmage. It was taken down for a very, very, very short gain, if any.
1: Nice job by and just filling the hole and attacking the,
0: the runner. Second and 15 from the 31-yard line. Ball's passed out to the outside, and it is quickly snipped out. There was some yardage, but it wasn't a very big one. Braden Jordan on the tackle to Bo on the completion to Bo Eggleston. So it's going to make third and nine for the Knights on their own 37-yard line. Yeah, great reaction there by Braden. You can afford to give up some yards as long as you don't make it a huge breakaway. So trips to the left near side, twins to the right far side for the Knights. Penix looks over to the sidelines, gets gets the play, does some hand gestures to the receivers to get the play call. Calls out the signals, gets the snap, he's gonna drop and look. Looking for the pass, looking for him, looking for him. Got plenty of time. Out to the other side goes, and the ball is, com- or the pass is complete. to number 22, Jacoby wow, that Gallimore, is close. and they're marking it very close. I don't know that they're giving them the first down. It looks to me short, but they're giving them the first down.
1: I think I would have took a measurement there.
0: Well, and and, and here's the one thing you got to consider, and it was right where we, we can see it. The ball was caught right. further towards the the, the throw uh, Penix than it was where the line of scrimmage was, and that ball gets passed and caught by Hunter Jones on the quick outlet. They get to the 49 of the Pirates. Gavin Bogart on the tackle. What I was getting to on that one, got an official's timeout. There's a Pirate down on the field. But Gallimore turned with his back to the way they needed to go and reached forward so it would be back towards the line of scrimmage and caught the ball and went out of bounds. Right. So it's not where the feet land. It's where the ball is when the feet go out of bounds. So if if anything, he was slightly shorter than where they marked him out at.
1: Yeah, I, I really felt like they should have at least had a measurement there It was that close. Yeah,
0: yeah but the officials wearing stripes make the, uh, make the official calls, obviously, and uh, they deemed it a first down, so. <laughs> Carson Cruzy, the injured Pirate, jogs off. I think he maybe just got a little bit of a stunner or stinger and is, uh, appears to be okay. He's back off to the sidelines, gonna have to sit out at least one play. 7.46 remaining here in the first half. Second and five for Crestview at the 49 of the Pirates. Avery Sprunger comes in to fill in for Cruzy for a play for this play. Now, with, with Avery not having a lot of action, it, do they are the, the Knights able to key on that and maybe take advantage of the younger player? I don't know if they have an advanced enough offense to do that, right. but Penix drops back. They're, they're gonna go deep, and that ball is way overthrown. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not real sure what happened there because the receiver was nowhere close. Yeah,
0: ball intended for Hunter Jones. He overthrew it uh, by about nine yards. Kruse back out on the field. Looked like it was just enough that he had to come out since he was an injured player and they called an official timeout. So he gets uh, gets back out there. Third and five from the 49 of the Pirates. This is where I assume, and, and just going from what we've seen so far, they're going to have at least one of their receivers go to the sticks, turn around, and be ready for the throw. Now, what pennocks, and there is going to be a timeout by Crestview. That timeout, as are all other official timeouts and team timeouts, brought to you by Sumirico of Ohio. Sumirico of Ohio, out on Snyder Road, out by the BFR and the Bluffton Community Pool. Thank you, Sumirico of Ohio, for your sponsorship of all the timeouts of Bluffton Pirates football during this regular season but like I said I I think that they're probably going to have at least one of those receivers is going to plant his flag just past the sticks and Penix is a good enough and an advanced enough of a passer to look deep quick to see if it's open yeah. if not hit that that route immediately yep. And that's one of those that while the receiver's getting to the sticks, he's looking to see if he's got a a route beat and go to there. And if not, he's going to that outlet to try to get that first down. So the Pirates need to be aware that that's that's one of those likelihoods that they're going to try to get it.
1: I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see a quarterback draw here either. Uh, I wouldn't The way he's been running the ball tonight.
0: Twins to both sides for the Pirates with uh, Leith, it looks like in the backfield with Penix to his right. Penick signaling out for the play call, gets the snap, he's quick pass outlet, and it is dropped. Ball intended for Bo Eggleston, he got, it was a little, it wasn't right directly at him, so he had to reach forward towards the defender, the defender might have uh, disrupted his concentration a little bit and he just couldn't handle it.
1: Quinn was right there too, so I mean. Quinn each is on um, the coverage. Chances are he wasn't going to make the sticks anyway. Correct.
0: And I I went through all that analysis, and none of it was accurate. (laughs) Again, that's why I'm in the booth calling play-by-play rather than calling the plays defensively. (laughs) So, Crestview back to punt. Ball gets punted away. Nice high-spiraling punt. Braden Jordan calls for the fair catch at the 20-yard line. And that's where the Pirates will take over for their next drive here in the second quarter. So with 7.22 remaining here in the first half, it's homecoming here at Bluffton. Military appreciation night, battle for first place, and it's just as we expected, 0-0.
1: Yeah, what a tough game.
0: It may be one of those that the first, first team to score is gonna win because that may be the only thing that happens, I don't know. <laughs> Now nah, you've got to think that these the the defenses are always going to be the ones that set the tone, almost always, sure. uh, in a in a battle of equal teams, and the offenses eventually will work their way in. So Stackhouse on the motion gets the fake to Wooster. he gets across, busts a hole to the thirty-three yard line. That's a gain of thirteen for the junior halfback. That's a first down for the Pirates and move the chains. And that's what exactly
1: what I was saying earlier. You don't give up on Land, and you feed him the ball. For sure. Eventually, he's going to break something. Well,
0: and like like I stated when we were going in the first quarter, that that jet sweep to Stackhouse wasn't necessarily to fool people. Right. It was the next time we run it, we fake it to him, and it opens yeah. up the yep. gap. So yep. uh, Bogart in the pistol. Stackhouse in the motion again, hand off to Worcester again. He's oh, got he's another got hole. Room. He's one on one, he bowls over, nice. gets to the 45. That is enough for the first down. He's taken out of bounds by Hayden Parrott. First down, Pirates, and they're getting a little something. Yeah. They're getting a little bit of yeah. a and, flow going here. And
1: just like that, 23 yards and two carries, right. just that
0: quick. First and 10 from the 45 for the Pirates. Moving left to right, 645 seven, six forty-seven remaining here in the first half. Bogart in the pistol with Wooster behind. Gavin Bogart in motion. Fake to him. Handoff to Worcester. He slips a little bit, but still slips forward enough a for a gain of, of about two. Yeah.
1: This will be the big test for Crescu because if Bluffton gets their running game going, it's it's gonna grind on you. I mean we've got big strong linemen that are are used to uh uh-huh. And if, there's one thi-
0: and if there's one thing defensively when it comes to crestview is they do give up yardage on the yes. on the ground yes they do so that that that's maybe a sign of maybe they start to wear down mm-hmm. or or something so uh we've got uh pistol here garrett bogart in the pistol i believe that's gavin in the backfield with him he gets the handoff he gets up to the cross the 50 to the 49 of crestview so a nice little run with yet a different running back. Yeah, And that's the thing the Pirates have, is they have the ability to run in different styles of, of, of halfbacks that you've got a key on both of them, and they're two totally different types of runners, and that makes it difficult to be able to handle.
1: Yeah, and as long as your line's doing their job, <laughs> whoever you put back there is gonna be a bit of a threat.
0: Third and four from the 49 of Crestview. Garrett Bogart in the pistol, Gavin right behind him. each just goes in motion, handoff to Garrett Bogart, he gets hit behind the line of scrimmage, taken down for a loss of three. Taken down at the 48 of the Pirates, so that's gonna bring up fourth and seven. 5.15 remaining here in the half, and it looks like the Pirates are gonna punt.
1: Yeah, I think we have to. Um, we started gaining a little momentum there, so I was hopeful, but... Um, Again, Crestview's stepping up defensively doing a nice now job. Now if we can
0: get a high punt that is, is up to Maze's average, that, that would be a decent starting yeah. point for the, the Bluffton defense. Garrett Bo- or Gavin Bogart goes in motion to this near side. Punt is away. It's angled and is a good one. It's oh. going to go out at the six. It rolls. Beautiful. It's punt. a great bounce and bounces out at the six-yard line, which is where the Knights will take over with 4.37 remaining. Actually, they're going to mark it at the five. They put it out at the five, just just past the five, short of the six. Yeah,
1: and I think he did exactly what he was wanting to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could tell it was going to be a low liner. Well, and
0: in and, and, – and, 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 J.W., correct me if I'm wrong, but when you were playing and like when I was playing, punters didn't take the few steps to the right or left depending on where they wanted to go They just got rid of it. They just got rid of it. He took a couple steps to the right and punted it away. Yep. And it angled right out that way. So Crestview starts at the 5. Penix in the pistol. Leith to his left. Hands it off to Lee. Gets up the middle. He breaks a tackle and gets out to the 14-yard line. Carson Kruse on the tackle for the Pirates. It's a good thing Carson got a hold of him there. We're gonna call it the 13 yard line. So it's gonna be a second and two. Hurry up offense, handoff right back to Leith. He gets to the 15 and then he's wrapped up there. He might be short of the oh and then he ends the run by getting thrown forward. So he's gonna have enough for the first down. Gets to the 16 yard line and we're moving the chains. Nice effort by his
1: lineman to come in from yep. behind and give him that extra push. Yeah.
0: There was a group of pirates, Brody Summers leading the way there on that tackle, but a group of them that were fighting to keep him keep him from getting that first, uh, but just couldn't quite get it. Four minutes left in the first half. Score still 0 0. Crestview and Bluffton. Hand off to Leith again. He gets hit at the, behind the line of scrimmage and gets back to maybe the line of scrimmage, maybe a little bit behind it. Brody Summers on the spot. Brody Summers on the stop again. Brody's having
1: a, have another good game.
0: He's having a good first half at least, huh? So second and 10 from the 17. Knights come out. Twins to the left, twins to the right. Wing back to the right on the tight end. Leith goes in motion, gets the handoff on the jet sweep. He gets met behind the line and is taken down there. Looks like Hayden Durth. Among others, with the stop there, so they lose a yard on that, and it's going to be third and eleven from the 16-yard line. Clock keeps ticking, three minutes even remaining here in the first half. And I believe that's Blutton's first tackle for a loss tonight, which is saying something because we normally yeah we've have been able got a to now. but we've hit them. We've hit them multiple times behind the line of scrimmage. They've just been able to wiggle out mm-hmm. and at least fight forward for a couple of yards. So. Uh, I don't take it as we're we're not doing our job, we're just not actually getting the tackles down uh, for the loss. So Crestview calls a timeout, which is their second of the half. All uh, that timeout, as all others, are brought to you by Sumirico of Ohio. Sumirico of Ohio, out on Snyder Road, out by the BFR and the Bluffton Community Pool. Sumirico of Ohio, thank you so much for your sponsorship of all timeouts, official and team. This Bluffton Pirates regular season. So when the Knights come out, they'll have third and eleven from the sixteen. You gotta think they're gonna pass, or they, it might be one of those times that it might be a for them a good idea to run that that quarterback draw, drop them back so so the defense drops into coverage and then try to get a big hole for your yep. for your quarterback.
2: Hey, you might think.
0: 240 remaining here in the, yeah. in the second quarter.
1: bluffton has been bringing some pressure, so I mean, a little screen or something may not be a bad yep. idea too yep. at this point.
0: It's just a matter of what they feel, and, and you know what? Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't effectively do that. I don't right. know. I, yeah, I, I have haven't no seen idea. any film on right. on rescue. But uh, Penix in the pistol with Leith to his left, twins to both sides for the Knights. He's going to drop into cover and go for the pass. And the ball is incomplete. Ball intended for Kevin Putman. He was not far enough for the first down, but he didn't make the catch anyways, so it's gonna be fourth and 11. The Knights are gonna to have to punt it. This is probably Bluffton's best best chance thus far to get a starting position that might set up well for, score, for a score.
1: Yeah, we should end up with some pretty good uh, field position if, unless something weird happens here.
0: Unless it's a line drive punt that that rolls. <laughs> yeah, Brayden Jordan standing on yep. his own 48 yard line, punt is away, it is not anywhere near him ball rolls it does get a good roll it's going to go inside the 40 to the 39 yard line of Bluffton where the ball will get deadened and the Pirates will take over from the 39 yard line here 223 remaining in the first half still no score between Bluffton and Crestview and uh, well
1: whew. Bluffton has their full gamut to tie them out so yeah uh, you know, two and a half minutes is quite a bit of time when you when you can use the sidelines and you're and you got all three. You don't time have outs. to go
0: to the sidelines though. That's just no, it. You right. can go over the middle. Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those that that has got to make sure they're playing the whole field, yes. rather than just trying to play the the sidelines. Yeah. And I
1: wouldn't be at all surprised to see Landon run oh, the ball I wouldn't here either. too. I
0: wouldn't. E- yeah. I mean, when he can peel off 10, 12 yards on a run, that that's just as effective as a pass. So. Worcester to the left, gets the handoff right away. It gets across the line of scrimmage. Bulls his way to the 44 yard line. Five yards on that first down carry and the clock is moving. 2:10 remaining here in the first half.
2: Second and five
0: at the 44. Pirates hustle to the line after the play call in their huddle. Twins to the left far side. When each is in motion, gets a hands off to Wooster. He breaks he loose, he's got an avenue, he gets across to the 30, and is taken down at the 29 yard line. First down. 27 yards on that run for Landon Wooster. First down at the 29 yard line of Crestview. 137 remaining here in the first half and Bluffton's in business.
1: And that's exactly why Landon is averaging 10 yards of carry. Yes. He just, he's so hard to bring Hand down. And off to
0: Wooster, he gets across the line of scrimmage and bulls forward for one yard. Bluffton's gonna call a time, one of their three timeouts remaining. And see, that's the nice thing, is when you've got your full complement of timeouts, you can run the ball, yep. and if it gets stopped, you call a timeout quickly, and you've still got plenty of time. So that timeout brought to you by Sumirico of Ohio. Sumirico of Ohio, out on Snyder Road, out by the BFR and the Bluffton Community Pool. Thank you, Sumirico, for your sponsorship. It's gonna be second, and they didn't give him any yards on it, it maybe a half a yard, but we're still gonna call it second and 10 from the 29 yard line for Bluffton moving left to right. Honestly, J.W., if they can get a little bit more yardage, you may be looking at a Kyle Basil field goal attempt. Honestly, he's got plenty of leg. I was gonna say
1: in my mind, he could, he's could. he got plenty of leg from where it's they're at. It's the control, at, but it's yeah. the control. He's only attempted two field goals this year and they were both uh, well, last, missed quite a bit. Last <laughs>
0: week's attempt was missed badly, but yeah. it was straight. But they were on the hash mark, right. so he kicked it as straight as an arrow. But it was on a hash <laughs> mark, so it missed by four yards. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those that the uh, this may play out to be who can kick the longest field goal. It's who can get into into field goal position. 124 remaining here in the first half. We've got a second and 10 from the 29. Bluffton, Stackhouse in motion, gets the fake to him. They're gonna go deep. He's got Jordan open. Touchdown! Braden Jordan on the touchdown reception. Touchdown, Pirates.
1: What a beautiful reception.
0: Garrett Bogart laid that out perfectly. Oh, man. Braden Jordan with all of his speed got under it. Pulled it in with plenty of room to get the feet down. Control, touchdown, Pirates. That touchdown is brought to you by Angel Flooring Services. Angel Angel Flooring Services, servicing Bluffton and uh, surrounding communities since 2009. Kyle Basil, extra point is up and it is good. So we are sitting with one minute 18 seconds remaining in the first half. We finally have a score. It is Bluffton seven, Crestview zero. That play was it, it, it's it's it, it was a second down. You have third down, you can get closer. I mean, that was a great gamble to take in that situation. And Braden ran a great route, had this guy beat he by sure a step. Did. And was able to get out there. The ball was technically any other any other receiver, JW, maybe even any other receiver on our team. That's overthrown.
1: Yeah, Braden's got some wheels. Braden's got and wheels, and he he's another one. He just improves with every yes. game. The more yes. they get him in,
0: the better he gets. So we set up for this high head burritos of Lima and Walpock kickoff. High head burritos of Lima and Walpock. They are coming soon. Kyle Basil sets up on the 40, getting ready to kick it off with 118 remaining here in the first half.
1: We'll see what uh, Kyle decides on this one.
0: Kellen Putman and Isaiah Barton back deep for the Knights. Let's see where he goes with this. He's ready to go, hand in the air. He approaches, and the ball is kicked away deep. It's going into the end zone for yet another touchback.
1: <laughs> absolutely no surprise there. Uh-huh.
0: No, no, yeah. I was not surprised that one went into the end zone. Yep.
1: And so now Kyle has 40 points on the season, all from extra points. Yes,
0: yes absolutely. And, Outstanding. And, and you know what? He's 40 of 41, so that's a really <laughs> good percentage yes. too.
1: Yeah, I got to think there's some uh, colleges maybe – licking their chops a little bit, looking at this You'd sure think
0: so anyways. So the Knights will take over on their own 20 yard line, moving right to left here, 1.18 remaining in the first half. Pirates lead the the Knights 7-0. Penix in the pistol with Leith to his right. He's gonna roll to the right, looking to pass. Throws, lets it loose and overthrows Hunter Jones, the intended receiver, the ball went into the into the uh, sidelines wasn't even a close plot play i think
1: we had good enough coverage there he just needed to get rid yeah, of it
0: yeah and um, and that's and that's a smart astute play by a quarterback is sure. what that is
1: this will be huge if bluffton can hold them uh, until the halftime because we well, get the ball bluffton first. bluffton gets the, ball, the
0: opening kickoff of the second half yes trips to the left twins to the right for the knights penix by himself in the backfield gets the snap quick outside throw Ball is completed to Hunter Jones. He gets out of bounds after a gain of six on the play. It's gonna be third down and four for the Knights moving. They're at the 26-yard line. 107 remaining here in the first half. Again, trips to the left, twins to the right for the for the Knights. Penix, another quick outlet to Jones again. This time it's for the first down. And you know, honestly, if they were going to want to take those dink and dunks, I would let them for now, anyways. Right. You know, before before the half. You know, we're getting closer to the half, and uh, if they're going to take those four or five yards at a time, that's uh, that's all, all right. Penix moves out here to this side. The ball is intended for pa- uh, Hayden Parrott. It is incomplete, but there is a penalty flag on the play, holding on Crestview. So they're going to take 10 yards back from there, and that's actually behind the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be about a 14-yard penalty.
1: Yeah, once again, Blutton's bringing nice pressure. Uh, I don't think they had much ch- choice but to hold right. because their quarterback was uh, – under some
0: duress. Yeah, that's the one thing I didn't quite get a chance to say is, and well, and they're not doing it from the spot of the foul. They're doing it from the line of the line of scrimmage. So they're only marking it back 10 yards. So it'll be second, first and 20 from the 21. I always get confused as to when they mark it, <laughs> it from the line of scrimmage and when they mark it as a spot foul. Penix gets the snap hands off to Leith. He gets met at the 22 and is thrown out down by Landon Wooster. Landon Wooster on the tackle, and I think that might've been uh, the w- Crestview's way of saying, okay, we're gonna let this go to the half. Kind
1: of looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Instead of doing their pass play like they had done and hurried up and tried uh, with it being first and 20 and so deep in their own territory, you know what, Let's uh, let's hand the ball off and maybe see what we can do to regroup. Well, and as soon as I say that, he goes back to pass, throws the ball out of bounds.
1: Now you wonder if does Bluff call a timeout after this next play. I think you have to to at
0: least see what you can do. Absolutely. Third third and 19 as you hear uh, the PA announcer James Grandy Belting out third down, it is third and 19 from the 22. 20.3 seconds remaining here in the first half. And yeah, I think you're right, JW, if they stop them, uh, even on a completed pass for, you know, even 10 yards, you call that timeout. Stop the clock, see what can happen. Penix gets the snap, hands off to Leith. He gets up, gets to yeah, pass back behind the line of scrimmage. Gets tackled at the 21. Braylon Sugar on and the when- tackle. And Bluffton takes yep. their timeout. That timeout brought to you by Sumi Rico of Ohio. Sumi Rico of Ohio out on Snyder Road, out by the BFR and the Bluffton Community Pool. Sumi Rico of Ohio, thank you so much for your sponsorship <laughs> of timeouts during this Bluffton Pirates regular season. 14.4 seconds remaining in the half. Now, do you pressure to try to maybe get some uh, a block or at least hurry the punt to where it's not a great punt? Uh, don't necessarily worry about it being a a return, but if you can have a close enough, you might be able to get a long hit. I don't know. Right. This is it this all. Is, it all, a, a all a hinges decision. on this punt. Yeah. It all hinges on what you're going to do with this punt. Yeah. Do That's you, the Do you
1: go with a full return and try to get field position right. where you've got a shot at right. a
0: field goal? Maybe. With but, the, with the timeout, there's so many things you can do. Right. You still got one timeout. So if this play takes eight seconds, you can do a quick out, get it five or six yards to get closer maybe. Yep. Uh, you know, that's... And we've seen Braden return some big ones already this year, so. He's standing on the 40, his own 49. There's the snap and the punt. Pressure came in. The ball gets a great bounce and out of bounds at the 34 yard line of the Pirates. So the roll takes advantage, Knights get advantage of that advantageous roll. So the Pirates will take over with 5.4 seconds remaining. Now the thing is, is you don't wanna run the risk of throwing an interception that could turn into a pick six.
1: Yeah, I think maybe we just nail it down, take it in the halftime. I was going to say,
0: I think it had to do with where the ball was going to exactly. be at the start. If it would have been at the forty-five, you know, fifteen yards further or ten yards further downfield, maybe we're looking at a different yeah. play call. Uh, but I think you might be right. They maybe just uh, put this to rest yeah. and go to the go to the uh, go to the locker room. But nope, they're coming out in a pistol formation, Garrett. Bogart and the pistol, Wooster behind him. Gavin Bogart wide right here. Hand off to Wooster. He's got a little bit of room. He's not gonna get anywhere close to the touchdown. Nope. He gets taken down at the 44. And he does add another nine yards, Ten to yards his total. he got the first down. Yep. <laughs> so we head to the half. We head to the half 24. Hard-fought minutes.
1: What a game so and far. And
0: we go to the half, and the Bluffton Pirates lead the Crestview Knights 7 to nothing. And uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break, kind of regain our composure here, J.W., and then we'll come back with a Stratton yeah. Auto Sales halftime recap. You are listening to Bluffton Pirates football. Hey, it's Dalton. And Sam. Do you love the Big Ten like we do? Are you tired of always hearing about the SEC? Or that the Big Ten can never succeed in the big dance? Then we're the show for you. With the ever-changing landscape of the college sports world, it's hard to keep up. You said it, Sam. That's why we invite you to join us on Big Talk. We are streamed twice a week on ASAP Network as we talk about all the headlines.
1: And later that day on Lounge Media Group.
0: Don't forget Lounge Media Group Radio, 2. That's right. We bring you college sports with a Big Ten flavor. Big Talk, college sports with Midwest Perspective. Blue, blue collar, collar and Blue Blood. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Richie. And I'm Matt. Here in the 500 Section Lounge, we are three dads who host a family-friendly weekly podcast.
1: That's right. We laugh, we go on tangents, and we talk to fantastic
0: guests. We have legendary conversations from sports to history and everything in between. So be on the lookout for what we do next. And always be there to grab a listen. And we're back here on the uh, Lounge Sports Network. And uh, we're wrapping up the halftime, halftime festivities right now. And the teams are out stretching, getting ready for what we hope is gonna be a pretty exciting second half uh, here uh, at Harmon Field here in Bluffton on the campus of Bluffton High School. <clears throat> the teams are getting their halftime calisthenics in to get loose and get ready. And uh, there's some, some things going on uh, right now. Uh, wrapping up festivities, Coach Richards uh, looks like he's ready to get the captains so they can officially claim that they're receiving. Uh, that has to be done by a captain. Uh, rather than the coach, but uh, it's all formality because you know that the uh, the pirates are going to take the ball since they had to kick it off.
1: Sure, and this this would be a a great opening drive to put a score another score on. Yeah. Honest, uh, just honestly, to put the pressure on.
0: Honestly, I could see. <clears throat> Maybe attempting what they did against Pandora on the first play of the yeah. second half. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise. A quick me. hit to see if maybe it's there. Now, to think that Crestview isn't aware of that possibility would be silly. But at the same time, sure. you run a play action to Wooster and go up over the top, and and maybe a Hayden Dearth is there. Yeah. Um, just depending on the starting uh, fielding position right. for the Pirates uh, when we get started here in the second half captains are meeting at, at midfield referee is going over the options for bluffton and, uh, and positive bluffton is receiving Cressy is going to pick their side of the field and then we'll be ready to to get things going here seven nothing pirates the pirates will receive going right to left on the radio dial the Towards the Ricky Motter.
1: Yeah, I don't look for any of the crowd to be leaving real soon. You know, um, I
0: wouldn't either. I, honestly, it could be a totally different score, and I don't think they'd be leaving either right. because, what like I great. said, homecoming is a very special time anyway. Yes. But to have such a close game and a, such a hard-fought game, and then you have military appreciation. You have, there's just a lot of things rolled into this evening. Yeah, it's and just so a far, big night. So far, it has not disappointed in any way. Right. Under a minute, under 30 seconds before the uh, second half is getting ready to start.
1: And I guess we've not seen a kickoff from Crossview, so we don't know what,
0: no, what we kind of leg not. their kicker has. This opening kickoff return for the second half will be brought to you by... Head Burritos of Lima and Hot Hothead Burritos of Lima and Walpock sponsoring all kickoffs and kickoff returns for the Bluffton Pirates during this regular season. Thank you so much, Hothead Burritos of Lima and Walpock for sponsorship and those yet-to-be-seen <laughs> samples. I mean, I could really talk them up. Honestly, I could talk them up. Like these are delicious. You know, but, stuffing my face with it. But we would, we'd we'd have
1: to have, yeah. We we'd have to be honest about it. So we'd have to have samples. Yeah, that's us.
0: what I mean. Yeah. I I can't I can't say whether or not they're fantabulous <laughs> because I I'm not sampling them. Exactly. I'm not doubting that they're awesome, but <laughs> I, I, I don't want to I don't want to give false unknown information.
1: Yeah, we, we need to uh, need to check our sources when we. <laughs>
0: Oh my.
2: Griffin. Stackhouse. Hayden
0: Parrott sets up on the left hash for the kickoff. Crestview bundles up on each side of the ball on the left hash there. Now they spread back out, and the Pirates will adjust to their kickoff return as well. Braden Jordan back deep for, or Griffin Stackhouse back deep for the Pirates. Parrott kicks it off. It's gonna be returnable. Stackhouse gets it at about the 14-yard line. Gets to the 20, finds an avenue. He's oh. to the 30, the 40. He's got one man to beat, bulls uh-huh. over parrot uh-huh. to the 47-yard line of Crestview. 48-yard line of Crestview. What an, a great explosive return for Griffin Stackhouse. First and, he and 10. he laid the
1: wood to the defender at the end of that uh-huh. play, too.
0: He knew he wasn't going to get by him, so he thought, you know <laughs> yeah. what, I'm going to go through we'll you, and he absolutely did. The ball is then marked back to the 49 of Crestview, yeah. but that's where the Pirates will start off this second half. Twins to the left, Garrett, Gavin Bogart and Braden Jordan to the left near side, Gavin or Garrett Bogart in the pistol. Handoff goes to Gavin Bogart on the jet sweep. He re- retracts, oh, nice. goes, gets an avenue to the 40, To the 30, gets across and into the 25-yard line. A nice 24-yard gain by Gavin Bogart on the jet sweep. The avenue wasn't there. The blocking, the the Crestview defenders got the penetration that they wanted on the right side. Gavin reversed his his field and went back to where he came from and got 24 on the run. Something he's
1: been doing all year. He's got such a quick change of
0: of, uh, direction. You are not wrong there, my friend. First and ten from the 25. Garrett in the pistol with Wooster behind. Hand off to Gavin Bogart again. He gets across the 25 to about the 22 yard line. A nice little gain of three. Effective yeah, on that one. Very effective because he didn't go in. He didn't go in motion. He was on the wing. The snap happened. He went and he had Wooster yep. as a lead. As a lead there too. So gain of three on that first down run. Second and seven from the twenty-two. Braden Jordan wide to the left. Handoff goes to Worcester. He gets to the twenty, breaks a tackle, gets across to the about the seventeen-yard line, and that will bring up a third down and about about three, I think, for the for the Pirates. Third and two. Third and two. At the 17. That takes us into the Steiner and Granger Red Zone, JW. First time we've been First there tonight. tonight yes. Steiner and Granger, your hometown insurance agency for over 25 years. Thank you, Steiner and Granger, for your sponsorship of this Red Zone during the Pirates' regular season football this year. Second and, or third and two from the 17. Hand off to Worcester. He gets across the 15. We'll call it the 14. That is enough for the first down. We're keeping the chains moving. This is a great first drive. It sure Opening is. drive for the second and half. And I think you might see a large dose of land in Worcester right now. Very possibly so. First and 10 from the 14. 10 minutes remaining here in the first or third quarter. 7-0 Pirates over Crestview. Pirates come out. Single receivers wide to each side, Wooster in the backfield, handoff to Landon. He gets to the 14 and gets across to about the 12. Got hit right at the line of scrimmage, right in the legs. And if that's where, if he's gonna go down right away, that's where you need to hit him. And that's where he got hit, but he still got two out of it. Sure. (laughs) So while he's still a big force, and so even though he got undercut and got taken down, he still got positive yards out of that run. Second and
1: eight from the 12. And they're going to be looking for him now. So maybe now would be a nice t- time for a little misdirection or maybe a little screen.
0: Twins to the right, far side. Gavin Bogart goes in motion. He fakes the handoff to him, gets to Worcester. He gets met in the backfield by a host.
2: By a host of Knights.
0: Yeah. Led by <laughs> Aiden Adams on the tackle there. Lost a couple points. of yards there. So it's gonna be third down and 11 from the 15.
1: That's something you don't see real often is a land and thrown for a loss, but there was just no first one in a long time we've seen.
0: Yeah. If we've seen it, we haven't seen it very often. No Pirates trips to the left, spread out trips to the left. Bogart drops, he's gonna throw over the middle, touchdown! Griffin Stackhouse on the 15 yard touchdown reception. Garrett Bogart to Griffin Stackhouse, touchdown Pirates.
1: What a great play.
0: It was a well run route, good coverage, but he had that window, he led him perfectly. Touchdown, met him in the end zone. Pirates are up 13 to nothing with the PAT pending. That touchdown is brought to you by Angel Flooring Services. Proudly serving Bluffton and surrounding communities since 2009. Angel's Flooring Service, quality long after the price is forgotten. Thank you, Angel with Flooring.
1: Yeah, Bogart may not have the numbers that the Crestview quarterback has, but what an accurate arm. He's well, they talk
0: they they talk we talked about, you know, the the stats aren't there. He right. he literally coming into this game had only thrown the ball 39 times and Crestview had completed 59 yes. passes. Yes. But you look at the completion percentage, he's completing almost 70% of right. his passes.
1: That's why I say he's he's got a very accurate arm, especially
0: on the run. Yeah, I mean, when he's on the run, he he can pick some defenses apart. Yep. The Kyle Basil extra point is up and good, so we stand Eight nineteen remaining here in the third quarter. Bluffton fourteen, Crestview zero. Oh, what that that is a great exclamation point to start the quarter off with. Yeah, a huge way to start the uh, half. It, it it keeps your momentum. It gets your momentum going. It uh, it 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 maybe deflates the Crestview defense a little bit. You know they just got out of stopping Landon for a a, a loss. Yeah. And that's huge, you know, you get up for it and then all of a sudden that pass takes it away from you. Yeah, so, and we
1: did a lot of running that, that series too, so
0: yeah. we're slowly wearing
1: their defensive line down.
0: That was a two two minute and 41 second drive. Now right. that does, may not sound like a ton, but we started at the 49 yard yeah. line. Yeah, so. And we had
1: a lot of <laughs> runs in there.
0: Yeah, Kyle Basil sets up on the 40 yard line for this hothead burritos of Lima and Walpock kickoff. Hothead burritos of Lima, and Wapak, they are coming soon. Basil you, has the whistle. What do you think, end zone? Yeah, I think he's going for the end zone again. He approaches and foot to ball. And no, oh, it's no, actually gonna short. be short. It's gonna get caught at the 10 to the 20, gets an Uh-oh. avenue, breaks to the 30, gets taken about down at about the 32 yard line. That return is by Kellen Putman. Javen Crawfish on the tackle for the Pirates, so the, the Knights get to start or will start at uh, at the 32-yard line for that, their first drive of this second half.
1: Yeah, and he was real close to breaking that, so uh, that yeah. could have been a lot, lot better field position. Yeah.
0: Knights out in their pistol formation. And off to Leith, he doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage, he actually loses a yard on the play. Looks like Hayden Dearth on the cat tackle there. So they're gonna call it no gain, he did get back to the line of scrimmage. So it is second and 10 from the 32. Twins to the right near side for Crestview. Penix in the pistol with Leith to his right gets the snap quick throw to the outside it's gonna get caught by Putman Putman cannot get anywhere he gets to the 36 so he gets about a gain of four on that second down play and it'll bring up a third and about uh, about four about six yard line six yards
1: yeah nicely defended that time Brayden Jordan finally ran him out but
0: they stretched him out yeah And that's the thing, we we haven't seen it yet. And I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm not I'm jinxing anything, but I'll knock on wood just in case. We've done a good job keeping the explosive plays yes. at bay. 734 remaining here in the third quarter. It is 14 to nothing. Pirates over the Crestview Knights. Leith goes in motion to the left. Penix looks, takes it himself. He's gonna run. He gets taken down short of the first down. Quite short of the first down, he doesn't. He only gets to the 39. Two-yard gain. Landon Worcester on the tackle. Landon Worcester on the tackle. So that brings up fourth and three. That's, Garrett, that's
1: Landon's fifth tackle for the night.
0: Garrett Yinger back to punt for Crestview as the the punt team is streaming out. Braden Jordan back on his own 25, waiting for the Crestview punt.
1: It's always exciting when you have Braden back there.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, like we've seen the the, the Jets. So, nice spiraling punt's gonna land at about the 40 or 36 yard line. It's gonna roll to just outside the 20 yard line, and it'll be downed right there by the Knights. So, 6.36 remaining here in the third quarter. The Bluffton Pirates lead the Crestview Knights 14 to nothing and they will take the ball over at the twenty-one, moving right to left.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see a nice long drive here. Take most of the most of the uh, You got seventy nine yards.
0: Box. You could probably if you go forty nine yards in, in two minutes, almost three minutes time, I think you could probably make a four or five minute drive sure out of thing. it easy. Garrett Bogart in the pistol, twins to the left. Gavin Bogart goes in motion and gets the handoff. He finds a seam, he gets across the, the 25 and is taken down at the 26. They're gonna give him just past the 25, so we'll call it a gain of four on the play.
2: <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Nice play there. I think if he could have bounced it outside, he'd have had a few more yards there. but.
0: Yeah, you might be right. Well blocked though. Second and six from the 25 yard line, Pirates come out of the huddle with wide, uh, receivers wide to each side. Garrett in the pistol with Wooster behind, hands off to and he gets a what Avenue. He's got a first down and he's gonna get taken down at about the 34, maybe the 33 yard line, we're gonna call it. But he does have enough for the first down. Just another nonchalant eight yards. Yep, <laughs> that's the way we work. Yeah, it's another day's work, right there. Yep. Is what that is. And you look at it, at Landon's average uh, for the year. It's we've talked about he's he's only played a full game once the whole yes. year. Yes. And with that, he averages ten point one yards a game coming into tonight. So right. that average is down a little bit tonight. Yeah. But at the same time, he's 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 putting yardage on, and you can't expect 204 yards on nine runs every night. So, handoff to Wooster No, bowls but I, I for think about he can three.
1: expect 100 out of it. Oh, him sure. Any day. And he's
0: very close to it right now, if yep. he's not already. He just crossed the, the 100 yard uh, total there on that last run. So he's at about 106 now, I think. 105 right now, yep. uh, according to our our mm-hmm. numbers. So yeah, I think you can you can easily almost just count on 100 yards for him every night. He's averaging yeah. 141, so he's under his average right now, but we still have a quarter and a half yet to play. Yeah. Twins to the right, far side for the Pirates. Stackhouse goes in motion, gets the fake to him, gets to Wooster, he gets across the 40, gets an avenue and pushes forward to about the 46 yard line. That's another Pirate first down. They keep moving the chains. I think you're starting to see the Bluffton offense starting yeah. to take a little bit of control, at least thus far in the second half, to where they're they're doing what they want to do, rather than having to adjust to what they have to do.
1: Yeah, and the thing you get with Landon, just like that, uh, most backs would have went down probably four yards before yeah. that, but with his power, he just literally ran people
0: over until till they knocked him out of bounds. Twins to the left, handoff to Worcester. Ooh. He does not get back to the line of scrimmage. Nope. He loses a yard back to the 45 on that. So it's going to be second down and 11 at the 45 for the Pirates. 445 remaining here in the third quarter, and it is 14 to nothing, Bluffton over Crestview. Nice job by the
1: crash few that time. Uh, the middle of their line, they're having nothing to do with that one. I
0: am noticing something, though. There are more and more uh, players w- uh, with hands on their hips a little bit more. Sure. Maybe a little bit more worn down. Uh, a couple of squatting during the, the huddle. So yep. uh, it might be getting to the point where it's coming effective. Bogart drops the pass, hands it, goes out to Jordan, gets the completion. Jordan fighting forward, but finally. For progress is a 45 of Crestview. So it will be third down and one for the Pirates. But that was a really good advantageous pass play is what that was because it was well-timed. They'd run and they'd run and they'd run and they'd run. You know what? On this second down, we're gonna throw the ball. And there it was, it was a 10 yard gain. And uh, we got a third and short and, and see what I mean in there, JW, you've got some of the Crestview players. Squatting down, yeah. getting a quick yep. breather real quick. Because while it is a very, very comfortable day for us, it's humid. Yeah, It is, it is humid. So Pirates get the snap, hand off to Worcester. He's gonna get met at the line yep. of scrimmage, but he is nice going try. to spin forward nice for the first down up to the 43 yard line of Crestview. That's enough for the first down. First down. I had to laugh that play before. Uh, I think a lot of the Bluffton fans
1: felt that that spot was well short of where he actually got to. I got I, a lot it, of looks look, up in the stands. It looked like it was
0: pretty accurate <laughs> yep. to me. It looked like as soon as he hit that 45, yes, his yeah. foot went past the 45, yeah. but it's not where the feet go, it's where the ball is. So <laughs> Stackhouse in motion, gets the fake to him, goes to Wooster, he gets met in the, at the line of scrimmage, but still pushes forward for two. Yeah. And this
1: just yeah, we'll opens call, we'll up so a, much other stuff for you if you want to start, you know, trying some, yeah, some misdirections, some. Uh, sweep. Well, and I
0: think that's what the design of the motion fake, fake yeah. to the the motion yep. man. You occasionally can give it to that motion yep. man because you haven't given it to him in a long time. Yep. You give it to him, and all of a sudden he's got five yards.
1: Yeah, and if you've got Landon as a lead blocker out in front of him. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good deal.
0: Well, and, and it's one of those here that, you know, five yards is a big gain for them. Oh, there's a fumble, but it's, it's quickly right picked back up. And we get <laughs> – oh, <laughs> Noah Bricker went on the on the quick handoff from the wing, fumbled the ball, picked it up, and still got two yards out of it. Yeah. So making, making, you know, making positives out of negatives is – is just the way things are going at this point for Bluffton. Yeah, and you couldn't
1: ask for a nicer bounce coming back up off the yeah. ground for that one.
0: Again, the egg doesn't always bounce that right. way. Right. <laughs> so we got third and seven from the 40. Twins to the left, near side for the Pirates. Garrett gets the snap, he's gonna drop and pass. Quick little over the There's pass to Screen Screenplay, he's got an avenue, he's away, he's gone! Touchdown, Pirates! <laughs> 40-yard screenplay to Hayden Dirth. Touchdown. Oh, they called him out of bounds. Uh But he did get the first down. Still got plenty for the first down. He is marked down at the 24-yard line. So it's a gain of 16 on the play. It was an exciting time. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was exciting to have at that point. But you know what? The ball is still ours. Yeah. We're still moving the chains. It's first down, two minutes even here in the in this third quarter. Yeah, we've eaten up four and a half minutes of the clock this this drive already. So. 14-0 Pirates over the Knights here. First and ten, Faked handoff to Gavin Bogart oh, goes to Landon. Got, oh. There's a penalty flag, so yeah, that's Wooster a gets a good run, enough for the first down but that is in the neighborhood of holding, so I'm gonna assume that's gonna come back. It's only gonna be about a four yard penalty the way it's looking though. Five yard penalty.
2: penalty.
0: Okay, so I'm way off on my math today, but (laughs) it's a (laughs) 10 yard penalty from the spot of the foul. It happened at the 25 yard or the 20 yard line. So it takes it back to the 30, but the original line of scrimmage was the 24. So it is first and 16 for the Pirates at the 30 yard line. 135 remaining here in the third quarter, twins to the left. Hand off to Wooster, he's got a little bit of an, a, <laughs> a gap there up the middle. He gets hit and then thrown, but forward. So he gets all of those yards back to the original line of scrimmage. Nope, they're gonna mark him. So it's going to be second and 11 from the 25-yard line. Gain a five on that run. And uh, you know what? A lot of backs would have gotten three, and that oh, would have yeah. been it. <clears throat> One minute remaining here in the third quarter. Second and 11 from the 25. 14 nothing. Pirates over Crestview. This would be a good time for a little maybe Bogart to Bogart. Hand off to Worcester. He's got a little bit of a gap. He's pushing forward and look at him <laughs> move oh that pile. Goodness. What a run, Landon Worcester got met. Now they're, call- Crestview's trying to call, f- say there was a penalty or a fumble. The referees are conferring. It's whether or not he was down for progress. Was it pulled, stripped from him? Referees are all together talking, conferring it over. The clock's running. They probably shouldn't be. They didn't whistle, or they didn't mark it as a, an official time. Now they're calling it. They're still conferring. Crestview's going to go to the sidelines while the the officials talk. I would have to
1: think they'd have to put some time back on the clock. Well, they
0: they absolutely will, probably about 25 seconds worth. They are calling it a fumble. The ball goes to Crestview on the play and now see here's here's what I'm thinking on this JW. That pile was moving, so forward progress was not stopped. Right. So by the time the ball that Landon was taken down, the ball was pulled away right. from him. And so I'm assuming that's what they were conferring and talking about and confirmed that while the pile was moving forward, progress had not stopped at that point. So yeah, I
1: completely agree with that. I can't
0: argue with the fact that they called it a change yeah. of possession because Landon didn't go down. He didn't go down for a really long <laughs> right. time. And for a long time, it was just him. Yeah, and I don't think
1: I've ever seen a play where all. 10 of the other players are in the pile pushing that. They must have pushed that pile another eight yards yeah, after they jumped All told, in there. that was
0: about a 15-yard run <laughs> yeah, by Landon Worcester. Yeah. but there was a fumble in there, yep. and that will be 10 seconds will be put. 20 seconds will be placed on the clock here in the third quarter, and Crestview will take over at the 14-yard line. So a right. little bit of a missed opportunity. I thought that would have really Took a taken- ton of time off yeah. the clock, though. Yeah. That's, that's a plus. Yeah, we ran you almost don't the wa- entire... You don't want to see it end in a turnover, but Leith gets the handoff. He at the 14, he breaks loose, and he's finally brought down. I don't know, actually, that was not Leith. I'm and sorry. And we've got a flag. Looks like Isaac Klein on the run. Pirates are clapping, and it yep. is holding on Crestview. So that... That very effective first down run is negated and will be counted off and it will be first and longer than 10, I'm gonna say about 13 yards there. Ball placed at the 11, so it'll be, or at the 12, so it'll be first and 12 for Crestview. With it being a spot foul, that it, it's very confusing a yes. lot of times, but it was yep. eight yards down the field, so it's only a two yard penalty in essence. Uh, when it comes to that uh, from the original line of scrimmage. So 11.7 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Bluffton leads 14 to nothing. Crestview has the ball handoff to Isaac Klein. He gets forward to about the 13 yard line, maybe one yard run. That will bring us
2: to the end of the third quarter.
0: Oh, 4-yard run. My apologies. Marco Eiden on that tackle to wrap up the third quarter. We're going to move to the fourth quarter. JW, we're going to the fourth. And it's uh still been just <laughs> another exciting for the first quarter of the second half. Yeah, yeah what and a great game. The Pirate the Bluffton Pirates lead 14 to nothing over the Crestview Knights. Crestview will have it. Second and 7 from the 17. When, uh, when play resumes, and back to that fumble, I think that uh, it's disappointing, like I said, but they took over six minutes off the clock yeah. driving to that point. Now, at the same time that you're, you're disappointed that it turned over, you have to respect the fact that, hey, Landon was doing half that time. He was oh, doing yeah. that. He was moving that pile by himself, yeah. which just shows that he's still got a lot left in the tank. Oh, sure he does. But at the same time, you're right. Then all of a sudden, the rest of the, the Pirates were right there pushing while it kept them up long enough yeah. yep. that the, the the Knights were able to pull it out and, and get the ball back. But they are still deep in their own territory with a second and seven from the 17. They're getting ready. They're moving right to left. Bryson Penix in the shotgun or in the pistol, Klein to his left. Hand off to Klein. he gets met in the backfield, doesn't get anywhere. He's gonna get whistled dead at the 15 yard line, so he's gonna lose a couple on that play. No. Noah Bricker and Marco Iden on the tackle there. So we're looking at third and nine from the 15 for Crestview. Big play for the defense. Big play for the defense, trips to the right. Penix moves out to the right, throws over the middle. It is way off. Intended for Bo Eggleston, incomplete. Missed him by three yards, J.W. He is really struggling. Gavin Bogart on the coverage. Yeah, he is. He is struggling to find his groove. And to see that coming from such a prolific passer in the conference so far this season, really really says something about what the Bluffton defense is doing to him. I think our we just you know the consistent
1: pressure yeah. and just the play of the line eventually you're going to wear down yeah. almost any team you would play.
0: Garrett Yinger back to punt for Crestview. Braden Jordan stands on the 50-yard line waiting for the punt. The ball did get tipped. Yep. Oh no, they did! They're throwing the flags.
1: They may talk about this one cuz they I think like they should they because that like was, was not a good
0: punt. The ball got downed at the 41. They're call uh, Coach Richards is telling him they the ball got tipped. Somebody else uh, they're talking. Not sure they're going to call personal foul on the Pirates. I don't I don't know how you call that with such a horribly that that punt was nothing what we've seen from no. from Yinger no. all game and for them to say that it wasn't tipped in some way and made it only to the 41 yard line when Jordan has been standing roughly where the ball's been punted all game. So the ball gets walked off to the 30 yard line and you know what, that's not me doubting the referees, you know, they miss calls, but you got to take the evidence that you see and kind of put two and two together. And normally it doesn't come out to five. I don't care what kind of math you run. (laughs) Penix in the shot, a pistol gets, he's taking it himself. He gets hit, misses it, gets by a tackler and Gavin Bogart was in the backfield there, missed. Uh, Then Carson Kruse gets the tackle after a gain of about three for Penix.
1: And, you know, let's be Actually, honest. we we'll call though. it five. Let's be honest. Four. I mean, that wasn't the only questionable call tonight. I mean, there's no, been a no, couple and, of No, no, and you them. know what? You
0: can't ever say one one yeah, play, No. Uh, one call makes a difference, but it all of them together do. So Pennix quick pass out to the right. Caught by Hunter Jones. Hayden Dirth on the tackle pushes them out of bounds, but that is enough for the first down at the 40-yard line. He got just enough for the first down. 10.38 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Crestview at the four, their own 40. Penix looks to, for a pass, can't find anybody. Finally throws to the sidelines. Hunter Jones on the reception again yep. after a gain of six there. Yeah, right now he's just taking what he can get, and uh, well, and right now, honestly, uh, if you're the Pirates, I think you can you can afford to give him that. Sure, Hand off to Klein. He doesn't get much if he, he gets maybe a yard, if that, on the run. They did they did give him a yard. Pretty favorable spot, I'd say.
2: It's third down.
0: As you hear the PA announcer, James Grandy, third and three for Crestview. Trips to the left for the Knights. On that tackle, we're not 100% sure who made that tackle. So, Penix is looking, he's strolling, he's going deep. The ball is there, the, and is caught. Wow, what a catch. Oh, Brody Anderson played great defense there, jumped just a little too early to knock it down the ball gets caught by hunter jones on the long play to the 15 and quickly the knights hustle to line of scrimmage and run a run play to klein up the middle and he gets about a yard or maybe two on the play well they're actually giving him none now there is an injured Pirate on the on the field. It looks like they've got his legs straight up in the air, so I'm assuming maybe some crampage. So this officials timeout, we're going to call uh, a timeout, and that timeout is brought to you by Sumirico of Ohio. Sumirico of Ohio out on Snyder Road out by the BFR and the Bluffton Community Pool. Sumirico sponsoring all official and team Thank timeouts. Kevin. This Bluffton Pirates football regular season. Gavin Bogart, the injured Pirate, looked like he just had a cramp, and now he's uh, walking kind of kind of well now, and is uh, back on the sidelines, and has got to sit out of play. Second and 10 from the 15 for Crestview. This is by far their best chance of scoring. Oh, Hand absolutely. off to Klein, he gets to the 14, where he's met by a host of Pirates, led by Noah Bricker. So we're going to call that third nine from the 14-yard line. for Crestview, we're in we're in territory right now with 9:15 remaining. 14 nothing Bluffton. You're gonna you've got to go for it even if you don't yeah, get this first yeah. down on third. And that puts us in the Steiner and Granger zone too, um, right? No, because we're not on offense. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Easy there. Wow. <laughs> Just wanted to get, get a plug Yeah, in. well, we've only been there once all game, yeah. so even, even the faux pas, that's all right. Penix right away does a little oh, shovel pass, nice pass to Leith, and he is, oh, there's a hold! Yep. And that's gonna get called. Yeah, they called it. The him. play ends in a touchdown, but the hold was right there, leading Leith into the end zone. The play was, the hold was being called right there. Yeah, there's no so missing So it will one. be third. Third and about fourteen from the nineteen is where we're going to probably end up at.
1: That was definitely the worst place you can have a hole because the refs. Well, is but honestly, right yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and yeah, you want that touchdown, and you're hoping that yeah. you know they don't see it. But when you're the only two out there, other than the ball carrier, <laughs> it's not going to get get yeah. missed. And if it is, then that's a travesty. So it's third and 14 from the 19 for Crestview. 8.43 remaining in the ball game. Bluffton leads 14 to nothing. The crowd's really getting into this now. Again, this is Crestview's best chance to score tonight so far. Penix drops, looks, goes over the middle, He's overthrows. Wow. Hunter Jones by about 15 yards. Yeah, he was way up there. He threw that almost over the fence, of the (laughs) the back fence. And that's not me making light, I I think he's just, there is enough pressure by the Pirates that he has got, he's not been able to get into a groove, and thus keeping those explosive passing plays to a bare minimum for him. So fourth and 14 from the 19 yard line. I actually thought we might get another hold call there because uh, we were
1: bringing the pressure. Well, you know what? I'll take that that,
0: that result of that play as oh, well. Absolutely. So fourth and 14 from the 19, Penix in the backfield, Leith to his left, he drops. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He can't find anybody, he's getting some pressure. He's got a run, he's not gonna get a pass off and he is gonna be stopped well short of the first down. He's gonna be taken down at the 10 short of the first down Pirates take over here in the fourth. And now there's a penalty flag, a late, late penalty flag, some extracurricular. There is a Knight that does not have his helmet on any longer, and it is Penix. So I'm wondering, unsportsmanlike conduct on Crestview. So that will add 10 or 15 yards to the place where Penix was taken down at the 10. So,
1: what a great job by our defense that time. He had absolutely nowhere to go with that ball. He had
0: all sorts of time, right? But nowhere to throw it, and finally decided he had to run. Yep. And then I don't know if it's the frustration that finally that finally took over. But uh, Daniel Frederick's on the tackle to take Penix down short of the first down. And now they're calling. Uh, let's see what we're doing here. The ball is placed on the 25, and it will be first and 10 Pirates on the 25-yard line. And if they can uh, have another drive like they had, that will pretty much salt it to where it's gonna be a miracle ending for it to even get to to overtime even.
1: Yeah, I think you're gonna see a lot of Landon and uh, and a lot of the sweeps. Landon, Garrett, or Gavin. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Yeah, this is is a frustration of, of a good team what that we saw on that last play there. Worcester gets the ball and a handoff and takes it up to the 30-yard line and gain a five on that first down play and get the clock a-rolling. you got to think at some point, at some point, if they let up a couple of first downs, they're going to have to start calling their timeouts. I would Press think you. so, yeah. They still have enough time that they can play with a running clock <laughs> as long as, as Bluffton keeps the ball on the ground, but if they give up a couple of first downs, that's giving more and more time that salts away. Yep. they're gonna have to start calling their timeouts. Bluffton in a close setup, but still from the pistol handoff to Landon. He gets to the 39, maybe the 40 yard line. Just depends where they spot this football right here. I think they are calling it it a first down. So it is first and 10 Pirates. Landon Wooster keeps moving the chains. And give that line credit.
1: Yes. Once again, they've been fantastic tonight on both sides of the ball. Um, you just couldn't ask more out of your line. No, and, and we,
0: we talked about the fact that there were, there there is a, one of our starters on the line is not in, So for Ian Riemann to come in and do what he's done and still, oh, breaks are loose. Wooster breaks loose, and for a gain of ten, or I'm sorry, for yeah, for a gain of about eleven on the play. For that. that's another first another down. Another first down. Uh, Ian Raymond's doing a fantastic job filling in for Mason. He really Shelly. is, yeah. He really is. He's doing, and and like we talked about, it, Mason's a freshman, a yeah. very talented freshman. Uh, won the, <coughs> excuse me, won the starting spot. Hurt his, hurt his shoulder last week against Ada, but to have a senior come in who has that that uh, that experience and still be able to, uh, you know, basically pick up where, where were they left off. Sure. Hand off to Worcester again, he gets to the 49 of Bluffton on that first down run. So he gets a gain of three on that first down play. Keeps the clock running, 6.35 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Bluffton leads Crestview 14-0. And the longer the Pirates hold onto the ball, the less and less, and more desperate that Crestview is going to end up getting. Yeah, and we're just chewing the clock away. And I still see Bryson Penix on the sidelines, and I don't know if he's still got to cool down because he has been playing. He has been playing mm-hmm. uh, defense as well, so. He's a he's a linebacker, so there's a different linebacker. Oh, there we. Are. Oh, well, <laughs> Landon Wooster was the <laughs> lead blocker <laughs> on that Griffin Stackhouse run. Wow. And there was a wide open avenue, but he got tripped up on a trailer, <laughs> caught his foot, and he yep. fell after about a gain of uh, about a gain of three on that uh, that second down run. So we've got third and four. Yeah, I thought, I thought sure he was gone. Well, if he doesn't get tripped up, he is. He's, yeah. he's finishing right now. So we've got third and four at the Crestview 48. Garrett Bogart and the pistol, Landon Worcester behind him and Crestview jumps off sides. That is a five yard penalty and that will be a first down for Bluffton. Finally got called on the on uh or the other team instead yeah, fi- of us. Yeah, finally got somebody to jump, <laughs> other than us. So it's a first and ten from the forty three yard line for Bluffton. Hand off to Worcester. Oh. He's got an avenue. He's gone. One man to beat. Oh, he gets pulled down by a horse collar tackle. Yeah. So there is a penalty flag. He is taken down at the four, maybe the five yard line. Well, maybe, yeah, they're gonna call the four yard line, I think. So it's probably gonna
1: be first and goal on the two on the two, after the penalty.
0: Horse collar tackle, half the distance to the goal. So they're gonna mark it down, it looks like at the two yard line, maybe? Nope. One-yard line. They're going to mark it just outside the one-yard line. That will put the Pirates in the Steiner and Granger red zone, J.W. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Steiner and Granger. Reminding you there is a difference between being insured and being insured properly. Thank you, Steiner and Granger, for your sponsorship of the Bluffton Pirates red zone during this 2023 regular season. First and goal from the two, we're going to call it, Big set in the backfield for the Pirates. Garrett Bogart under center hands off to Wooster. He's gonna push forward. Does he get in? Still no signal. Still no signal. They haven't marked it. They haven't put up a, a down. Now they're putting it up second down and at like the six inch line. Yeah, Can and I think you give it to him again. I mean, he's been the workhorse the whole game. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think there's any way that the Pirates take this snap under or over 15 seconds. So right. They haven't even broke the huddle and we're at 15 seconds. So they're really going to drain this clock down. Ten seconds on the play clock. A big set in the backfield again. Ga- Garrett Bogart under center. Hand off to Worcester. And he pushes into the end zone. Touchdown, Pirates. One yard run for Landon Wooster on the, on the play, makes it 20 to nothing Bluffton. That touchdown is brought to you by Angels Flooring Service, proudly serving Bluffton and surrounding communities since 2009. Angels Flooring Service, quality long after the price is forgotten. Kyle Basil sets up for the PAT. Placement's good. Kick is good. So 352 remaining in this ball game. Bluffton feeling a little bit more comfortable now because now it is 21 to nothing. They lead Crestview in this battle, in this Northwest Conference battle. That was Yeah, what a nice time-consuming drive that, again. That was an over four-minute drive. 75 yards. Yep. Time consuming. We kept moving the chains. We yeah. and just kept methodically moving the chains. Yeah, And you reward the guy that, that brought you That there. got you there, yes, yep. absolutely. So 3.52 remaining here in the game. Bluffton leads Crestview 21 to nothing. The Bluffton kickoff team huddling with Coach Richards breaks it up and gets ready for this hothead burritos of Lima and Wapak kickoff hothead burritos of lima and Walpuk. they are coming soon we think we think
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not sure maybe they're growing the uh ingredients right now yeah maybe the
1: uh yeah the avocados are not coming on right i'm not as a as fan of avocados so <laughs> they can keep those
0: if that's what's keeping them i'm very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see what we got here. Basil Hopefully sets in up. The end zone. He's got the whistle. He's just ready to get going. He approaches. And the line, low oh, line drive. What a, what He's going to skid and come stop at the four. Gets picked up and is taken to the 15. And that's as far. Yeah. What a nice kick. That's as far as Isaiah Barton gets on the return. There's yet another late f- flag and uh, not sure who that is against. Looks like somebody's uh, chipping at somebody else. And I think it might be on Crestview. So if that's the case, they're starting to lose their composure. Yeah. Personal foul on Crestview. So it will go back to about the seven and a half yard line for the first down. And it's just I think they're getting the frustration of not having being able to do what they normally do. Parker Lovell and Jackson Bullis on the tackle on that on that kickoff.
2: Well,
1: I'm going to guess we're going to have a pretty full roster for the JV game tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you haven't. This is game number two of the season that our our starters have had to play the entire right. game, and that's not a knock on who else we've played. It's no. just. You know, there are certain games that, that are marked as marquee, like I mentioned in the pregame show, and this is one of those to where it's nip and tuck all the way. Penix drops back to pass, he can't find anybody, finally lets it loose, does complete the pass to Hunter Jones. Gain of 12 on the play to the 20-yard line, so it is a Crestview first down. They're what, still 80 yards away though from, yeah. from touchdown number one and they've still got to get two more with three minutes and 30 seconds remaining here in the game. Penix quick, oh, decided to fake it. Goes to the sidelines near side here, gets the completion. Ball is caught by Wren Sheets. Gavin Bogart and Brayton Jordan on the tackle there. Did not make it out of bounds, so the clock will run once they get the chain set. 315 remaining. Penix drops. Looks a little screen pass to oh Eggleston gets hit hard and quick. And only gets about a gain of two. Hayden Dearth on the on the tackle. Looks like Noah Bricker was in on that tackle as well, and I think he was the one that laid the first hit and then Dirth finished up the hit. Penix drops on this, he wipes off his hand in mid play. Looking, looking, goes over the middle, finds Jones. And he finally has wrestled down at the 38 yard line. Quinn Eachus on the tackle. He had plenty of time on that play there, too. Yeah, JW. he sure did. He had enough time to wipe his hand off in the middle yeah. of the play. <laughs> so first and 10 for the Knights on the 37-yard line. Quick fake pass there. He's going to take it himself. And you know what? The Pirates are not disappointed in that one.
2: No. Because
0: that keeps the, the, the clock running. Yep. Right in the middle of the field. Keeps, Xavier, the, keeps ticking. Xavier Diller on the tackle. Gain of seven on the play. Takes it to the 30 yard line. Second and three for the Crestview Knights. Moving right to left. Penix looking has all the time in the world. Finally is, oh he's gonna pull back and look for the pass play. Finally decides he's running it. What a job. He gets wrapped up in the open field.
1: What a job by the Bluffton defense. Yes sir. Oh my goodness. He had 15 seconds to throw that ball, and there was not a single person open anywhere.
0: And we're still trying to ID. It looks like Gavin Bogart on the tackle. No great open field tackle there because he had all the time in the world, was going to run the ball, then decided he was going to stay back behind the line and hope his receivers got open, then decided he was going to run it and didn't get enough for the first down. He only gained two. That's because Gavin was there to wrap him up in the open field. Hand off to Leith. He gets the first down. He's going to get up to the 20 yard line. So, or 21 yard line. Tackle made by Noah Bricker. One sixteen remaining in the game. A 21 to nothing Pirates over Crestview. And that's Noah's seventh, seventh tackle tonight. One for a loss. As Penix well. drops. Drops back deep. He's looking deep. Goes over the middle. Oh, had Eggleston wide open in the end zone, but was not on point with the throw. So Eggleston got a hand on it, but couldn't wrangle it in. Carson Cruzy on the coverage. The ball gets knocked away and it is second and 10 from the 22. 109 remaining. Twins to the left for Crestview. Leith to the left, gets the handoff. He goes up and gets a few yards, gets pulled forward and back and <laughs> sideways after a gain up to about the, 14, uh, the 16 yard line. So got about a gain of six. Ian Riemann on the tackle. That brings up third and four. Clock is running is under a minute remaining.
2: Down.
0: Crestview finally. He's calling a timeout. I've got to
1: think Crestview's sole goal here is to get that goose egg off the yep. board. They
0: don't want to be shut out. No. That timeout is brought to you by Sumirico of Ohio. Sumirico of Ohio out on Snyder Road, out by the BFR and the Bluffton Community Pool. Sumirico and their, thank you Sumirico Ohio and your sponsorship of all timeouts, official and team, this Bluffton Pirates regular season. Yeah, 42.7 seconds remaining. The clock has been running. They've been nonchalant, and then all of a sudden they call a timeout. You have to think they're like, okay, we've got, we got two plays to get a first down. Yep. Let's let's get the first down. Let's get seven. Let's break this this this, this shutout.
1: And you know the defense is just chomping because, what would, this would be the fifth game in a row. Five straight. With a goose egg if they can hold. If them they up. can hold.
0: So we're st- standing, and, and, and here's the thing. I'm not going to be disappointed if Crestview scores a touchdown. Oh, well, me neither, but it's you want still, it be you want it. fun. You want it. <laughs> you absolutely want it. But right now, right now, that's all they're playing for yep. right now is, is a little bit of pride and not to say that they, they broke that shutout streak. So trips to the left for Crestview as they come out of this timeout. Third and four from the 16. Bluffton showing a lot of blitz. Penix drops, looking, he's going over the middle. Intercepted! Oh, yeah! We're going the other way. He's still Gavin going. Bogart with the interception, returns it out to the 36 yard line, and that's the nail in the coffin. The Pirates are gonna win with their fifth straight shutout wow. of the season. Wow. Exclamation point, done.
1: Yeah. That's impressive. I don't care what league you're in.
0: No, and and that Penix had all the time in the world yep. to find an open receiver. Thought he had it. Gavin played just a just a, enough of a decoy to fall into that spot. Went right into the breadbasket and he returned it all the way out. He caught it on the five yard line yeah. and returned it all the way out to the forty or the thirty-seven yard line. So it is first and ten. Pirates. They're in the victory formation. He puts the knee to the ground, and that will end the ball game. So, after a hard, hard-fought first half, yeah. and a very hard-fought victory on homecoming, military wow. appreciation night, the Bluffton Pirates have defeated the Crestview Knights 21 to zero, moving on to seven and zero and securing their fifth straight shutout. They went the month of September without being scored on. <laughs> That's just crazy. That is an amazing stat. So, we're gonna take a break, we're gonna chat about some stuff, and we'll be back, so we're gonna take about a three minute break, maybe a four minute break, just to kind of talk about some things, and then we'll uh, we'll be back with the Patriot Concrete post-game show with uh, where we'll name our Riley Creek, uh, Riley Creek sportswear player of the game, the final score here from Harmon Field in Bluffton, Ohio. The Bluffton Pirates 21, the Crestview Knights 0. You are listening to Bluffton Pirates football on the Lounge Sports Network. You, we are back here at Harmon Field after such an exciting game between the Bluffton Pirates and the Crestview Knights. Hard fought. We didn't expect an easy win by any means. No, and we expected a hard fought game, and that's exactly what we ended up with. We ended up with a twenty-one to nothing victory for the Bluffton Pirates over the Crestview Knights. Fifth straight shutout for the Pirates. Wow! It is the month of September. The opponents have gotten the big goose egg for uh, their efforts against the Pirates. Uh, the, honestly I've never seen something like this
1: no I mean what have we got 22,
0: 22 quarters of shutout well yeah five straight so that'd be 20 and then the, the yeah the, then the, yeah the,
1: wow it
0: might have been tw- it might be 21 straight quarters because okay. I don't think maybe Pandora scored in that in that fourth quarter uh, but I don't be, yeah. know that they did yeah. but at very least 20 straight uh, quarters yeah, it's just crazy. Of, of scoreless ball for this Bluffton defense. Yeah. And it doesn't get any easier next week. We've got a, a high-flying lipstick team right. that can put points on the board. Uh, Schrader, their their uh, quarterback, I believe, is the leading scorer mm-hmm. in the uh, in the league. Uh, so he scores a lot. He throws the ball well. Yeah. I believe it's, it's Schrader. I'm, I don't remember. Um. I'll look that up on my stats while we're going through some stuff here. But uh, we had a lot of chats about what were uh, who are Riley Creek Sportswear. Uh, player of the game would be uh, Quinn Schrader is not. I don't think the quarterback. No, he's not. I'm sorry, okay. Quinn Schrader. Uh, Tyler La- Ty Lammers is the okay. quarterback. Uh, but anyways, to get back to the, the Patriot Concrete post game show, uh, our Riley Creek Sports sportswear Player of the Game. We go back to the first half, and and it's it's a big play, and I think it was one of those that. If it wasn't that player, this play doesn't happen. And we're talking about right. the 29 twenty-nine-yard touchdown pass from Garrett Bogart to Braden Jordan. Yeah. Uh, if it's any other receiver, we're not a hundred percent sure that gets caught. It, it did get caught because Braden was the receiver, oh, yeah. and uh, that 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 technically is the winning touchdown because the game ended twenty-one right. to nothing. Yeah, so, and it was
1: a huge swing too for the well, for the a huge
0: momentum. We were moving the ball. We were going to have a chance at a field goal right. if we didn't get a first down, right. but we got seven instead, and it was because <laughs> of Braden's ability to get open and catch that ball in the end zone. So we're going to give the Riley Sports, uh, Riley Creek Sportswear Player of the Game honors to our senior receiver, Braden Jordan. Uh, just a, he he did well.
1: Yeah, I think it's a on good the choice. defense.
0: Uh, he he only had he had two catches. He had one for 29, that touchdown, and then one for uh, a 10. So 39 total yards receiving.
1: Yeah, you, I mean, 20 yards a catch almost. I mean, yeah. that's... You can't, uh, you can't
0: argue. Yes. But, but but again, we didn't have to pass the ball right. very much tonight. Yeah. Um, we, we stuck true to our relying on the run. Uh, Brand, Landon Wooster, 31 carries for 186 yards. Uh, he had one touchdown. So... Yeah, statistically, he did exactly what we were expecting from him. He did a great job. Yeah,
1: uh, and he he just gets stronger too. I mean, you would think after thirty carries, a guy'd be whipped. And oh, I'm not. I he guarantee
0: he's sleeping well tonight. Well, yeah, but
1: <laughs> he could have probably ran another twenty if oh, needed sure. It if to. we needed him to, yeah. he, he would definitely would have. Yeah.
0: So uh, overall, uh, statistically, 186 yards for Landon Worcester on the ground. Noah Bricker had a run for two yards. Gavin Bogart had four, five carries for 32 yards. Yep. Garrett Bogart had two rushes for negative 12. And Griffin Stackhouse had two runs for four yards. On the uh, receiving side, Dur- Hayden Dirth had two catches for 35 yards. Braden Jordan had the aforementioned two catches for 39. And Griffin Stackhouse had a catch for 15 yards on the offensive side. What about the defense there, JW? Uh Defense?
1: Uh, we had Noah Bricker had uh, six tackles. Well, seven, one for a loss. Uh, Brody Anderson had five tackles and an interception. Hayden Dearth had six tackles with one for a loss. Gavin Bogart had four four tackles with an interception. Uh, Landon Worcester had five tackles. And then to go from there, you got a lot of ones and twos down the line. Uh, 19 different guys had tackles tonight for Bluffton. So, again... Great job by the defense. I mean, to hold, to hold a team a t- like Crashview to a goose egg yeah. um, is just really, really tough. And it's truly a team effort.
0: Like it's a, yeah. it, it was a team effort. To say that there were 19 people yeah. that had tackles, right? Uh, that that's not one person going out of his way and living or you know being out of his mind yeah. and blowing it up. Yeah. It was everybody taking their part, doing what they could to make sure that this very powerful and high high scoring uh, Crestview offense did nothing. Right. They did nothing, right. so that that's a very positive thing. So we are moving on to next week. We've got the Lipsick Vikings coming into town. Uh, a little bit of a, uh, a Nordic-slash-Pirate uh, <laughs> theme there. Uh, marauders, if you will, right. but uh, uh, Lipsick Vikings come into town next week to play uh, the undefeated 7-0 Bluffton Pirates. Um, closing thoughts?
1: I... It was just business as usual, and that's what what we thought all along. If they came in, uh, did the things that they do already well, and mm-hmm. they just keep improving on them, and uh, they're going to be really hard to beat if they keep if they keep playing the way they're playing. Um, I could see a nice run at the end of the season for Bluffton.
0: Let's uh, let's go over just a few quick scores before we sign off for the night. J. W. Van Buren and Pandora Galboa. Pandora leads in the late in the fourth, uh, 54 to 13. Uh, you got Columbus Grove taking down the un- previously undefeated Lipstick Vikings, 28-14. That wow. game being played in Lipstick. So, uh, Lipstick are going to be coming in uh, to try to end yeah. uh, end a losing <laughs> yeah, streak, not really lose fired two in a row. Tenora takes down Ayersville, 14-8. to uh, This one is it says it's in the third, but uh, so I'm guessing it's later. But uh, Perry leads Corey Ross in 21-18. Uh, Van Wert beats Ottawa Glandorf twenty-eight to twenty-one. Ada takes down Delphus twenty-eight to nothing, and uh, uh, Allen East beats Spencerville forty-nine to seven. Right. So, uh, not not many uh, shocking scores there, no. except for maybe the fact that uh, Columbus Grove beat Lipsick by two touchdowns. Maybe.
1: Yeah, and you know Grove is that kind of a program. They just continue to right. uh, get better and better. Right. So.
0: Well, it's 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 exciting, uh, an exciting ending to tonight's game, and we're looking for another exciting uh, game next week here at Harmon Field yeah. uh, to wrap up our. It'll be Senior Night next week, nice. so uh, this this will uh, that will end our home schedule for the regular season, anyways. And uh, so on to next week, my friend. Right. So for Sam Sprunger, J.W. Shannon. The final score here from Harmon Field in Bluffton, Ohio, it's the Bluffton Pirates 21 and the Crestview Knights 0. Thank you so much for listening tonight, and we appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Bluffton Pirates football on the Lounge Sports Network.